Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. We'd like to welcome back Annie Zaleski, who wrote a book for the 33 and a third series on Duran Duran's Rio for a few more minutes. Welcome back, Annie. Thanks for having me. Let's talk a little bit about two side projects. We spoke a lot about Duran Duran's Rio, which was the subject of your book. But there were some side projects going on with Duran Duran. So I need to know, since you are the resident Duran Duran expert, where do you come down on Power Station versus Arcadia and why? I would give Arcadia a little bit of an edge. For whatever reason, I've actually been listening to their only record, So Red the Rose, this year a lot. And I just think it's a fantastic record. It's a very different kind of record than Duran Duran was making at the time. So that came out in 1985. It's kind of esoteric. You know, Nick Rhodes really takes center stage on a lot of the synth work on this. It's a little bit almost prog oriented in place, which is kind of interesting. But it's just, it's a really beautiful record. Um, and it really kind of gave Simon Laban as well a real chance to spread out and show a different side of his vocals that he hadn't shown at the time. But at the same time, I like the rock music, let me tell you. So I love guitars and bass, and I love the Power Station too. Because, I mean, you know, Robert Palmer sang on the record, and I think Robert Palmer is one of the most underrated vocalists and musicians, sadly, the late Robert Palmer. And it's just kind of a fun, you know, record when you're like, I want to just kind of have a good time and put something on and kind of let loose. Like the Power Station record is good for that. Arcadia, I listen to at night when I'm like, oh, I'm trying to wind down and go to sleep. I, I put on that record. So you get two. So you get both. And that's a good thing. Power Station always struck me as kind of Duran Duran on steroids. And I really would have thought you would have gone there because I don't know Arcadia that well. But I will revisit it after that glowing review. And, you know, Duran Duran, too, when they toured behind Notorious, some of the Power Station stuff kind of bled into that, uh, which was very interesting. Uh, Arcadia's big single was Election Day. And over the years, they've they've also played that as well, which is always a treat. So this may be an easy one, but what is your favorite cover song that Duran Duran has done? See, this is not an easy one because <sighs> they've done so many excellent covers. My favorite Duran Duran cover, and they did this a long time ago, that they did this back in the early 80s, is Make Me Smile, Come Up and See Me. And that was originally done by Steve Harley and Cockney Rebel. It's funny because that's one of the band's influences that you don't necessarily hear a lot anymore. But early on, they were pretty vocal about that. It's always been kind of a big record in England. And Duran Duran's take is very anthemic and it's very, you know, triumphant. And it's just a really lovely song. There's just something very hopeful about it. And, you know, it's kind of, it's interesting because the themes of that song, you can kind of hear Duran Duran over the years has really touched on that stuff as well. And in a lot of their, you know, reach up for the sunrise and some of their later songs as well. And so it kind of set the tone. That's one of my favorite ones, but geez, Duran Duran has done so many good covers over the years. You know, I think they covered Bowie. Of course, they've done a whole ton of Bowie covers. And there's a really great live version of Rebel Rebel they did on like MTV in 1995. That's like very punkish and just, you know, very kind of glammy. Um, that really kind of showed because they all love Bowie. And so I, I've always really been partial to that as well. So is there a least favorite? Is there a song that they covered where you just went, mm, that doesn't quite cut it? Or are they all good? You know, I think in, in hindsight, I think there's so very early on, they covered Bowie's fame and bless their hearts. They were trying to figure out how to be musicians and they were really kind of finding their voice. And I think back then it was kind of cool, but now you listen to it and you're like, oh, it's, it's, it's a little bit stiff. It's not as good as it could be had they done it with, you know, their modern musicianship. You know, they were very enthusiastic musicians at the time and really just trying to kind of figure out 
what they sounded like as a band and, you know, how to play their instruments, honestly. So I don't really blame them for that. It's not necessarily what I go back to as much as other ones. It's charming in its own way. Yeah, I've always found cover songs to be an interesting window into a band. You know, when they do them good, you can really feel it. And then sometimes you're let down. But on the flip side, is there a cover version of a Duran Duran song that you think perhaps betters the band or at least is on par? So I don't think there's ever really been a cover that betters the band. What I think is really interesting is there's a lot of Duran Duran covers that really kind of tap into something maybe different about the band or really kind of illustrate something about the band that's covering it. But one of the better covers out there is Deftones uh, did The Chauffeur. Now, Deftones, they started off as a new metal band. As they kind of evolved, they got into being a little bit more kind of post-metal and post-rock and just a really kind of interesting band. You would never expect Deftones to cover The Chauffeur. That's like the least, you know, the, the the pairing just seems off. But they're huge fans. Chino Moreno is a huge fan. And they did a really great job with it. They really kind of tapped into the longing of it and some of the little more kind of aggression on it. And it's a great cover. The Chauffeur itself, Duran Duran, is one of, you know, kind of one of their fan favorites, one of their best songs. So I don't think anyone can ever kind of um, beat it. But it's that's a really good cover. Another one I've always been really partial to that definitely doesn't top it, but is fun in its own way is there was an Australian Duran Duran tribute record and Ben Lee and Kylie Minogue covered the reflex. Hmm. This is like the nineties. And, you know, first off the pairing, you're like, okay, what, you know, cause at the time Ben Lee was still just kind of coming up. He was sort of a singer songwriter. Kylie was the mega pop star, but it's so great. It's so, you know, you, it's so unexpected and it's just, it's really fun. It's kind of moody and it, it really kind of slows down the song. And so it takes kind of a different perspective on a song that I think everyone knows is this upbeat dance number. That's just a real showstopper. So those are just two of my, I think, favorites, I guess, that are different. They're, they're both completely different. And that's why they, they're so interesting. Yeah, very cool. So how about this, though? Is there something out there that's really, really bad? A bad cover. You know, there's definitely been, I think, some... You know, there's some like metal bands and I like metal and there, there's been some metal covers of some songs that are just kind of like, eh, I don't know about that. They don't really bring anything new to it. And I think that's something across the board. You hear this a lot where bands are sort of like, I'm going to cover a song and they don't really put anything new on it. It's basically their own style putting on that. Some of the more like screamo, you know, kind of metal oriented ones are not necessarily my favorite, that they're fine. You know, they're, they're not necessarily something that I go to kind of listen to. Well, you're the expert, and fine probably doesn't quite cut it. But thank you again, Annie Zaleski. She has authored a new book, a recent book, I should say, on Duran Duran's Rio, and it is very in-depth. If you're a fan of the band, you'll love this book. And thank you again for joining us, Annie. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this teaser, have a listen to the complete podcast episode on your favorite podcast provider. Please follow, subscribe, and share. And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media.